Yo, what's up, guys? You know what? You know what? Yo, you know the vibes. DOE episode seven, I think. Uh, we have three guests here. This is DOE number one resource in India, globally trusted. You know how it is. So we have P thirty six. We have Rishi, a world not beatboxer, and we have Sunil, a multi million dollar businessman. And we have our co-host who does nothing with his life and just exists, Max Bold. And we have myself, SRK. You know the vibes. Come on now. So, what's up, P thirty six, Rishi, Sunil? What's going on? Yeah, man, great to be on this podcast first of all, and uh, we have a wonderful panel of you know members today that are attending the podcast. So yeah, I mean, I'm really excited for today. I am too. I am too. You know, I've heard that we all uh, individually make uh, many strides in solving uh, issues facing the world today, and I feel like you know, convening this group together will solve uh, many issues moving forward. He's actually Thank you, a world-renowned motivational speaker. He actually motivated me to. Um, that's another story, though. Uh, Rishi, what's up, bro? Okay. Um. Uh, yeah. So uh, I'm really happy to be here with uh, such renowned people. Uh, I've seen from the historic episodes of such topics and uh, discussions you guys have been through. It's really nice to uh, be part of such a community and you know have insights of such things in life. Damn! I'm so touched. Yeah, my heart is melting. Mm-hmm. I can touch you more. Hey. <laughs> bro well, let's let's, let's keep the romance to the side you know you know how it is fast jokes and romance man. i have a boyfriend man but you have a boyfriend shit i mean max paul's girlfriend <laughs> texting him after this podcast is going to be a whole different story we got him Yeah, he's gonna get killed. <laughs> Speaking and, of, uh, yeah, like I'm just curious, like what's today's you know general theme? You know, I'm just curious. You know, today general theme, I think Rishi should say so. Our amazing guest, Rishi. Yeah, man. Hmm. <laughs> well, um, I think a common interest that we all share is music. And one thing that was, you know, in back of my head, wanting to ask you guys is about what Kanye West is doing with his life. <laughs> so, uh, I guess I will take on the shit he's doing. Man's gone in officially insane, but oh. I don't know if Max Paul can relate since he doesn't have a life, but I think Kanye West has gone insane. Yeah, he's officially gone insane with Pete Davidson and, you know, Kim Kardashian. Yeah, like, and the sad oh. part is. Exactly, and the sad part is like people are saying he's trying to get better by getting off the meds and shit, but like the stuff he's doing, violating her privacy, sending threats, whether directly or indirectly, is just kind of fucked up, and it's kind of toxic for the whole rap slash music community. And it's it's so whole, yeah, it's toxic for the whole celebrity community. In fact, you know, it's toxic for all men also in, in general. Cause thing is bipolar, right? I think yeah, so. Yeah, some. 
yeah i think he has some psychological issues as well because like whenever i see him in interviews and you know like war shows and stuff like that i don't think the guy doesn't he doesn't look mentally stable did you know he lit, like, he, yeah. he lit himself on fire and jumped <coughs> off a roof of a concert baba boy yeah i mean like uh, he is himself a meme he's a literal walking meme you know like he smiles and you're like like he gives a weird expression mm-hmm. there i mean one thing i do feel bad about is or i'm conflicted it's like allegedly there the kardashian family is kind of blocking him from seeing his kids but then if he is you know this unstable should he be around children but then yeah. he's unstable and extent he shouldn't be able to see his kids so it's a hard it's a hard uh, line to find yeah man i mean like i think he should just i mean i think he's just devaluing himself i mean like doing all this right is making is going to make him more like fuck this guy is a creep you know i don't i don't want to go near this guy i mean it's 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 in general right the more you you know try you know the more you like chase the girls right the less they are attracted to you so yeah man yeah yeah that's man. true so, yeah don't play, true. don't chase you know just attract Well, that's how it feels to drive a Ford F250. Such wise words. My gosh, I must take notes. <laughs> okay, but like other thought I had was to what extent is it like justified? Let's give him the benefit of the doubt. Okay, let's just say that he is a slightly okay. mentally unstable and he just wants to see his kids, right? The shit that he's doing is not excusable even if he is mentally unstable. Exactly, he's, exactly. he's going to schools and picking fights with security guards at the school and then he goes to his house and he's not allowed in this house because of this violent behavior now i can't blame them for taking that sort of action when he's doing all this sorts of things no yeah and maybe rather than trying to like quit meds altogether maybe trying a different mix and help him more because it seems like I, I also think that he needs to get a different environment itself bro because it seems like whatever he's doing isn't helping him at all I think uh, yeah I think he should just you know rinse it all and you know start fresh you know but I think he's honestly missing all that plastic cheeks though oh my god <laughs> Oh god. Okay. I mean, yeah. he had he had Julia Fox, but many people think that was a calculated move. She used it as her chance to get in the spotlight. Yeah, yeah I think, you know, yeah. just, she's the rebound girl. Yeah, because they just recently broke up, right? From Apparently, yeah. yeah. Bro, I don't know. I like one day I'm opening Instagram, it's like Kanye West is setting himself on fire next Bruh. day he's dating Julia Roberts. Bro, I would say that he needs to go take therapy, you know, take a fresh start in his life, you know, to replace all the people in his life, you know, just, just, you know, start improving himself, man, like, and then, you know, start looking after his kids, you know, stop focusing on Kim and move on, bro. Definitely, he needs to, he yeah. either needs to move <clears throat> on or he needs to stop doing whatever he's doing right now, because clearly yeah, that is yeah. important. Exactly. However hard it is, you need to move on, you know, like, because, I mean, like, there's only so much we can do, no matter how much we love the person, right? Like, you can't be a creep after a point, after a point, they will move on, and, 
and unfortunately you also have to move on you know from them and move on to somebody else or you know, that's the problem of coexisting p36 don't you have some views on that i don't know it seems like they kind of became uh codependent on each other and like even kim kardashian through subtle comments you know has kind of defined herself as being baba boy you know kanye's wife or girlfriend i'm not quite sure i think they were married but then you know then she immediately went to pete davidson and then he went to like julia fox so there were some other girls before julia fox so it seems like both of them kind of don't know how to deal with being by themselves yep. and you know it would be one thing if they were single but like having kids and all together as well kind of makes it complicated i bet yeah man don't they have two kids together i think so but also like going back to the point about moving on i think he in his head he still sees like him getting back together with him as a possibility he's, he's missing those cheeks for sure man baba boy he can't yeah. her man. he has to be cordial with her but like he should just see her as like a co-parent and some like just maintain yeah just a friend or something no but also her. like they can't have conversations because you know this instagram post is taking screenshots of their text and posting it to millions of potentially billions of people yeah. to see right so how can they have a can... conversation exactly yeah, man, i think easy. to summarize in a simple sentence he just needs to calm the fuck down dtp dtp means don't trust bitches what you mean about don't trust boys you know <laughs> Cause, cause, man, he's taking this in a whole new level, you know. Like, you, you, you just ruin everything, you know. Any small, the slightest chance that he possibly had of getting her back, now you just went and fucking ruined that. You know, at one of his performances, he was like, "Take me back, Kim," or something at the end of the song, and then Drake started crying. Oh my god! Wow. Don't be a creep, man. Yeah, but we're seeing only one side of the story. Oh. Oh, sorry, Peter is suggesting to say. No, no, sorry. I was just going to say, and like the one sad thing is like because of all his past actions, the valid points he's making yeah. are getting lost, and they can just say he's like, you know, he's not in his right mind. Like, yeah, exactly. I agree with this thing that his his eight year old daughter shouldn't be on, you know, TikTok. Like, first of all, TikTok's own rule says you need to be a minimum of thirteen to be on it, and you know, we all know how strange, you know, Twitch. TikTok all these platforms are getting so it's not yeah. a place where young kids should be on. Yeah. Speaking of Twitch and you know TikTok it used to be a place where people used to game proper games. Now you know all these big booty and big titty girls came out <laughs> bruh and just ruined these man. These dumb thoughts are there you know just sexualizing the entire channel <laughs> and uh it's not twitch anymore it's totich oh <laughs> so yeah it's two sides of the equation on one side you got the sims who are actually looking for this type of content and on the other side you know you got the people the women that are generating the content so like like it's with any sport or any it's like a business right like uh you generate what the market wants so the market wants you to some us they want you to show your boobs out then that's how you get that's what you know to gets and i would say like 
Twitch in itself, the company itself also bears some responsibility. But at the end of the but at the end of the day, I don't really think they give a fuck because they are getting a lot of the revenue, right? But it should Twitch should be a little bit serious about enforcing their policies, you know, not say for work policies and eighteen plus policy. Because do you know what you know what it is recently? What YouTube yeah. and Twitch as a platform promote dishonesty to get views and clicks. Clickbait. Yeah, they promote the act of being dishonest if it means helping your career, and YouTubers and all take that to such extremes that it's just disgusting to see. You know, like the um, on camera, you, as soon as you start filming, they're they're a different person. As, but yeah, when, man. when you turn it off. That's all. All that models get thrown out of the window. Exactly. You know, like on camera, they're all hot and you know they're living the best lives. You know, but you turn the camera off, it's all plastic. And uh, yeah, man, it's just sad because you know they're they're just putting on a show. They they don't they aren't really living their best. You know, it's, and it's the stress also. You know, subconsciously it creates a lot of stress on you. And in the long run, it's not productive. You're just wasting your time, bro. Nobody gives a shit. Nobody cares in the long run. So live your own life and do what you like. Right. And on that note, I think deep words. Yeah, on that note, I think we got a bit too deep. I'm going to change the topic. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm going to change it to another deep topic, but let's see where this one goes. So, on the topic of you know sexualizing and stuff do you think that if you're in a relationship with another person and you look at someone and be like damn that person's attractive do you count it as cheating it depends on the women as well your girlfriend if your girlfriend is going around and looking at guys and you know saying that you know damn he's fine or damn he's attractive then you have all the right to do it but you know if your girl is loyal and if she's not doing anything like that then i would say as a sign of respect to her you shouldn't do it as well yeah I do mean, it that's, mentally that's a good point but don't yeah, you do think it mentally. that as yeah. a biological aspect we naturally yeah, yeah. just find people attractive exactly no i mean also, i don't think i don't think that's cheating i just think you're being finding someone attractive isn't the same as cheating exactly and i think it's it's important to define what loyalty is like Yeah. Loyalty for a relationship would be different for another relationship, and, and that essentially ties back to what how important communication is in a relationship. Like, True. just because I see someone fine doesn't make me like blind, right? I'm not blind. I can see I can see a few features that like you know look attractive to me. That doesn't necessarily mean I would cheat on my girlfriend with her or whoever that person is. So there's a line which you draw, obviously, like uh, Sunil talked about. True. But uh, yeah, yeah, man. I Pith, mean, Pith, uh, what about you, man? Do you have any views? No, no. I mean, everything makes sense to me. Again, I just wanted to connect back to your thing. Like, I don't quite see why in our or like the usual thing, this thing, this uh, standard was kind of put that somehow uh, finding someone else attractive kind of equated to finding your partner less. attractive or like suddenly wanting to break up with them more yeah, like, damn man like i think that's just you know uh unnecessary drama you know? like but if your girl is not doing it you know 
like if your girl is saying that don't do it and she's not doing it then yo man i would say yeah, that don't I do will. it Yo, uh, P36 I don't know stupid yes say anything anything you know it doesn't have to be crazy and all that just I know when they ask stupid questions like how does it feel to be oh I I know my favorite th- favorite thing when you try to you know generally I'll give some general points and then I'll give a great example a specific example you know okay. what the arguments are uh, you know you're not a woman so your opinion is irrelevant or you know yeah. your feelings don't count but apparently their feelings count on the issue yeah. then you yeah. know other things exactly. then, you know, but the best thing is you know they talk about uh what is what? This, you know male rapists not getting uh convicted which is like a serious issue right but then an equally serious issue is what happens to the women falsely accusing men who like yeah, get their whole lives dera- derailed exactly, and exactly. Not, i mean srkr can comment on this too but so many geniuses have had answers like you know uh since the number of um male rapists who don't get convicted is less than the number of females uh, falsely get uh, falsely accusing if you know these few men get falsely convicted and have to go you know they they have to deal with it they have to bear the cost because Bruh. women have suffered more and i'm like what does that even mean it's yeah, like it's fuck? easy to say until it's like your brother or your cousin or something like that you know yeah like, your whole life is ruined man i mean you can't get it back bro enough. if if if, if, if you te- if you tell someone that uh someone is, if you go have a conversation with someone right and you tell them a story about how a man lost his job and his life because of false rape allegations and they say oh it's not a big deal like there there has to we have to show them what do you mean by that how painful it is if they were in that position right imagine that you lost it everything that you worked for in the last like 5 10 maybe more years just because of one yeah. allegation that again is an allegation I mean if it's right yeah. that's a different story but like, but there are so many careers that have been lost when it is wrong and yeah. the the statistics of false to true is not a uh, 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 small enough to just take it as a pass you know yeah and uh, I know a story that like one guy bro like uh, his career was going well you know he's doing really well in college guy was becoming a D- division 1 athlete in football college football he's yeah, doing the, amazing the, the nfl prospect right yeah he was doing amazing in his life he got then, he got you know, accused and he got 10 years yeah man and like, then after 10 years they they said it's for false allegation i don't understand yeah, the they, logic behind that i would say and these women treated it as a joke you know like in the courtroom and everything they they laugh when they talk about it and That, that's that's really irritating that's fucking irritating you know like exactly that, that's the double like, yeah exactly so 
adding on to like so another main factor that plays into the detrimental effects it has on people's career is the role of media like the way the media portrays that person who has been falsely accused and adds on to his demise right like it kind of really damages his reputation i mean one thing for a celebrity to, to get like accused he he or she can easily just you know um, gain the That's trust of his followers or whoever are loyal to them and easily just get away with it what if it's like someone like me or whoever is not as famous in that case in the media or the newspaper has only one side of the story which is the girl side obviously because they in society's point of view are the weak ones or the people who are abused more in society and i'm man so that makes me uh, you know in the higher hierarchy of the societal pyramids so that just gives me absolutely no strength whatsoever and that just makes uh, media just makes it even more worse for people like me another example yeah. of what he just said is uh, actually rishi's fellow colleague uh, his name is thomas akari i don't know how many people have heard of him he actually got accused of uh, rape allegations and the word allegation is thrown around a lot and uh, rishi actually got a personal statement from thomas akari right? and no one actually knows who is in the right here we were, we have both sides of the view but we don't know who is saying the truth because everything is just allegations and uh, he got removed from his potential career right he he was leading a beatbox league per se and uh, he actually yes, just for some out. background for some background he is like the chile uh, vice captain of in in the beatbox community and uh, he this is huge uh, platform called swiss beatbox and they like organize these really big events which give a uh, potential upbringing artists like thomas akra himself a, a platform to display his uh, art right and due to these accusations they have removed every single video that he's been on they have removed his name his social media tags anything whatsoever that has his name on it and that had a severe effect in his life and as far as we can see we don't know much because obviously he doesn't share it explicitly but yeah, internally to his you know colleagues and should we have heard some really sad stuff and essentially his career is ruined and that just this is really sad yeah, to yeah. see and the main the main point here is that a lot of female beatboxers made statements against him and the there was this one streamer this female beatboxer who went to twitch and she spoke on this and i can count the word allegation there easily over 100 times and because of allegations the fe- the female beatboxers are still there but the guys are tomozakri is gone like he's removed from swiss beatbox his career just went down the drain because some women allegedly did it and now we can't say that he didn't do it for sure but i'm saying but if he didn't then what was the point of removing his entire career No, yeah man so like, oh sorry yeah go on no i was going to say connecting going back to the media thing like whether there's a high likelihood that a man has committed a crime or he's been accused or something his name is always there but when it, when it's like a female victim her name is there right and there'll be like justice for xyz but you know like in the case of the nfl guy no one knew her name 10 years ago no one knows her name now how why like why does the media not make it a point like they it, it's almost like it's an intentional point to keep the names of these false accusers out so that no action is taken against them 
Yeah, and I mean, in every situation, the man's name is there, whether he's done it or not. Yeah, I mean, it's the double standard. It's the double standard. Media loves to portray the women as victims, and yes, generally in society, that's what is happening. You know, I, I mean, uh, I think this would make a really good transition towards about modern feminism in the twenty-first century, which has, in my opinion, has turned to absolute. crap you know because it used to be about equality now it isn't about, about equal rights anymore it's about females yeah. being the better gender superior yeah i mean like i mean like c- coming back to that i mean all these guys right who get falsely accused their career is ruined once it's done it's done like they, there's no chance for them they're not offered any second chances the media portrays them kind of like you know oh so sad and they just forget it however if it's, it's a women if it's if it was a woman right everybody would be like me too movement you know justice for xyz some kind of bullshit they'll come up with you know if she were actually you know raped or something like that group i mean you got you deserve to go to jail i mean you yeah, deserve to enough. get executed yeah. fair enough but like why ruin the guys you know career and most of these girls do it out of pure jealousy or you know really stupid emotions you know like just because you don't like the guy you shouldn't go out and ruin his career you know like like what kind of uh, i mean are you mature adult or not you know don't act like a child you know match what you've been quiet what are your views on this Honestly speaking, uh, false rape allegations or any like false allegations itself is really low in general when it comes to a whole population or whole uh, like everything in general. There, I mean, it's no, there's it's no uh, secret that women in many countries, especially what we're in India, there's no, there's we we can't say that what Indian girls, Indian women are safe out outside. I, I mean. I I wouldn't I'm not too comfortable I wouldn't be too comfortable sending out a, like sending out a female uh friend of mine or a family member of mine outside who's like what a minor. So if I'm really going to talk about these like these rape allegations or these uh these the fake ones especially yeah it makes sense that they do they can uh what do you say um affect a man's career really badly and uh because number 1 you first first of all it affects their reputation like they have a, let's just say they have a very clean reputation and then this thing even though it's false and they're proven wrong people are still going to be skeptical of them because you know they have that thing hovering hovering over them exactly. someone's done this against them and they're going to have that on themselves no matter what even though they didn't have anything to do with it and um some people in like obviously as i don't know i don't remember who said but as uh, i think rishi said celebrities will go off it because they have a big rep, they have a good they have good rep they have money so they can get the best lawyers etc yeah. but i'm saying like someone like me someone like him or someone like uh less fortunate right if they're the if they get caught in something like this and they don't have any alibi it's just going to go there's no way there's we can get out of it but um making it clear most girls don't do that obviously Just, let's get that clear yeah. most girls don't do that 
But uh, the ones who do do that, I agree with Sunil. They're idiots. Yeah, Honestly, they should just grow. Yeah, but the but the thing the thing that we're talking know, yeah. about is that we're not saying that majority of girls do this. We're just saying that when they do do this, the the repercussions on the man is much more than it oh, would yeah. be on a woman. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. That's why I gave my that's why I gave my opinion on exactly uh, what I think would happen. But I'm also just stating it out that I. You know, most girls don't do it, obviously, because it sounds like we're saying that every girl does it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah fair enough, fair enough. That's fair enough. So that's why. Wait, P thirty six has some views. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, to connect back to like a few things. So obviously, we should clarify, or at least I should, that at least most of my examples were in the, you know, United States and other kind of Western countries. I agree, definitely in India, most, like. Many many women who genuinely have like brutal crimes against them don't get the proper representation. I mean, our whole kind of justice system gets kind of, you know, clowned in the media when like our uh, supreme, you know, the highest person in Supreme Court, when a woman, the chief justice, says, yeah. you know, chief justice comes and says, you know, a woman comes and st- stands in the court and says, you know, a family member uh, raped me, and like there's no doubt that it didn't happen. And his question is, you know, will you consider marrying him? Like, that's disgusting. And obviously, yes, a few few women actually do this compared to the number of women there are. But again, I think people should be wary that, like, false allegations are a thing. Because, like, if it happens to you and you're unaware of it, you're kind of stuck. So, so just numbers-wise, it happens a lot less. I agree, we kind of gave the impression it happens a lot more than it does. Like if if you're that person where it happens to you, being unaware and being in that minority of situations could be tough. You know, I think a few years ago I went for a debate in the I don't remember where, but I went for a debate. I think it was which is worse, false allegations or uh, I forgot I forgot the second part. But uh, I remember one of the points was uh, one of the points that one of the girls in the opposition t- uh, party said. Was okay. I think the topic was false allegations are are uh, I mean are effective are are ruthless or something like that. So I, I think one of the one of one of the girls in the opposition team said that false allegations really does not does not affect person's life, and they it just you know um <laughs> what do you say they just it just happens and then they're proven wrong and then both of them go on with their life. Um, I just want to state that. Two things. First of all, it does affect someone's life. Obviously, we we know that. I'm not going on with that. Second thing is the fact that she said that both of them go on with their life. My point is that the girl shouldn't go on with her life. She should serve some. That's actually one thing I wanted to bring out because I like when someone fa- falsely uh, accuses someone. Usually, the person who accuses the person who accuses right, who's usually a female. Um, they don't. They go off with no charges or anything, so they just end up being completely left off. There, and there is no charge for being wrong in an accusation. Exactly, yeah. they, com- they get completely yeah. let off, and unless the uh, unless the defending person has proof and is suing that person with that proof, like what Justin Bieber did that kind of uh, I think a year or two ago, um, only when that's possible, that's when they're losing money or they're losing anything that's valuable to them. Or like their yeah. time, especially time. I think the most valuable thing in life is time, and you're essentially just putting someone in jail. That's wasting time, their time. 
And honestly, yeah, and their lives. I know someone. Yeah, exactly. Who and their lives. So some to, people right? you can't get back. I I know yeah, someone right. who I talk to about uh, false allegations. I'm hoping that they don't listen to this podcast because I'm going to say um some my views on that. So um this person says that if a person is proven uh for like falsely accused or or we I'm not saying this right. The person who accuses someone unless they are proven wrong, they have done nothing wrong. So my point, my point is if you are falsely accusing someone isn't that wrong by definition true <laughs> that's why man you should ask for consent always get consent and record that by if you have to bro no, like. you, bro these days these <laughs> days these days consent is I used hear? mostly in below with people below 18 okay and that doesn't make sense because people below 18 aren't legally allowed to give consent so my so That doesn't make logical sense. How can you give consent <laughs> if you're not allowed to give consent? If you are plus eighteen, you know, go and give consent. You know, I, you know, record it. You know, I hereby swear that that this sex is mutual, and uh, you know, we are engaging in a fun act. I hereby swear it on the father. You know, you know the whole act. So now you okay? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bro, Sunil, Sunil has some flashbacks, bro. So I hear my swear and all. Oh my God! He's doing, he's doing the national anthem. I hear my swear upon that you have given your consent for me to penetrate. <laughs> oh, bro, people are going to listen to this, and then we will, we are going to have no friends. What do you mean by that? Bro, I think we need to like. I think like next, like like in the next hookup or so, people are going to come up with contracts. This is your con. likelihood of it is happening as low but if it does happen the effectiveness of the accusation will be very high so you know i think it shouldn't be a joke that people should actually get whether it be a signature or like a video recording or like an audio recording also like i guess if we're going to give some you know helpful advice which is also make sure everyone is like sober when consent is given because if they're not you know sober and if they can be can prove they weren't legally drunk which is having you know a certain amount of alcohol greater than or equal to some amount of alcohol in their system they're legally drunk or whatever so just not being sober not on any substances alcohol or anything yeah like, yeah no, like, i agree with that i mean i know a lot of people who regret their decisions when they're drunk i mean it makes sense like you you mostly non control your senses I mean you're not really you kind of control partially with your senses but you know what the hell you're doing. Okay, I might be yeah, wrong man. here, right? But how much how drunk do you have to be to let your subconsciousness make That decisions? was my next question. Yeah. Yeah, cuz yeah, no, like, 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 like I know yeah, I know people who are drunk who still in control. Like I don't understand how much do you need to yeah, drink yeah. to be able to go to that level of just not knowing what you're doing. Where do you draw the line? Yeah. I think it depends on the alcohol. 
I need a bigger yeah, balcony. How much no, but there has to be some sort of limit that you go past to be no, able there to... Is, there, there, no, there is a number, like when <clears throat> when they take your blood alcohol and like speeding and driving or whatever, right? There's um, <clears throat> blood alcohol content. It'll say if it's greater than some value, you're legally drunk. That means you shouldn't be operating a vehicle. So they have certain standards, but just to be safe, to, you know, not have this discrepancy, just everyone should be completely so sober, zero alcohol. Keep yourself protected that yes, way. Yes, be true. Yes, suppose well, in that case, most people in consider case, intoxicated at 0.15% of alcohol in their body. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say then, what a, what happens to the situation of nightclubs and pubs and stuff? Because if you're going to implement such a rule where, you know, you have to be completely sober if you want to um, engage yeah, in yeah, bro, bro, nobody's, nobody's going to come to the pub then, man. No, no, you, concerts. You, you know what they say, after a pub or a nightclub, you, you should take an Uber back home, right? And doesn't make sense because if you're over a point of a certain drug where you don't know what the fuck is going on, how would you know whether Uber is taking you? Exactly. I yeah, that's why you need to have a friend around. That's why you should yeah, have a friend exactly. around. Yeah, exactly. What's the thing? I, most people actually say take a guy. If you're a girl, take a guy with you. If you're a guy, take a girl with you alone. And uh, it's mainly because, um, I don't know, for some reason, I, I don't know the real logic behind it. Um, but I, I, I think it's something like opposite gender, you listen more or some bullshit. I don't really understand it. But they always say take someone with you. And I don't. I think with guys, they don't really tell. Like they don't really tell who to take. But when you when there are a bunch of girls partying, I think a major thing that, that people usually say like take a guy with you. I don't. I don't think there's any sexist uh, sexist no, thing behind yeah. it. I just. Bro, if I'm sense. going to the nightclub, I need someone like sooner, bro. <laughs> yeah, my man will slap you, bro. Yeah, I'm okay. Man, man will pull out a consent form. He's like, I hereby agree. Hey, if you so, if you drink alcohol, so, I'm going to slap you. So, Give me your yeah. consent. <laughs> yeah. So he'll pull You're out gonna... the printout, pull out the Parker pen. He'll then film her signing the thing. You know, he'll do all, all three steps. He'll do. He, he'll, yeah, he'll, he'll take so voice recording. Yes. Yes. Yeah, speaking of false rape allegations, right? You know, drunk sex. Oh, oh, yeah. I have one a... sec. One sec. I I have one small question. Before we go on, yeah. right? So on these forms, right? So we, we fill out a form that uh, gives us permission to do something. But how valid is the form if it affects exactly. other people? Put government of India or whatever country you're in. End of story. Put government government of India itself. Okay, fine. The form is their consent. Yeah, man. Yeah. You're not signing the form for yourself. No, no, no. What, what I'm saying is, let's, let's just say that... Um, yeah, the but form, the girls form says you can't do around. something, okay? But you you do that thing, and then a person who isn't actually involved in the form or who you're interacting with also gets into some sort of situation. Let's just say. Yo, is it a threesome? No, bro. I'm not talking. <laughs> bro, I'm. You're making it harder for me to explain myself. You know what? Let's just move on. Uh, Rishi, what were you saying? I think it was you. If you weren't saying anything, just say something, bro. We need to move on. Man, I just, I okay. just want a story, well, and yeah. uh, I'll be, you know, it's it's an actual general story about false rape allegation and you know drunk texts. You know, there's this woman, you know, married couple, um, wife and husband, has wife and husband had an argument, 
So wife goes to the bar, gets drunk, hooks up with a guy, and then blames it on a guy saying it's rape, that the guy raped her. So, but the guy told the police that, no, I, I, she consented, it's consensual, so it's not rape. So, I mean, it's your fault that you had, you know, sexual relationships with me, you know, physical intimacy with me. So, you know, the husband got angry, divorced. A lot of her. people are going to dislike this episode. <laughs> yeah, man, because this is a sensitive topic, you know, like. So the husband divorced her, got rid of all stuff, you know, and the police told her to drop the rape case because there is no actual backing. Uh, the yeah, bro, bro, bro. Uh, P36 and myself were actually uh, watching some certain footage where a guy spent... Well, we don't exactly know what he bought for this girl, but he buys stuff for his girlfriend and things. And then when a richer guy comes along, she leaves him. And then he's like, bro, I spent money on you. And she replies with, I didn't tell you to spend it on me. That's your fault. And then I'm like, if you're bro. in a relationship and he's buying you things, how is that his fault? Isn't that... He has been nice. That's like good He didn't have to do it for... He, yeah, you're right. You didn't ask him, but... That's just selfish. Yeah, be that so, at that point, Max at that point, at that point, right? The whole relationship was based on money, like buying things. It it's not a relationship. You just you know dependent on each other. I mean, based on the fact that she leaves him for another for a richer guy, that makes it. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Basically, she's, you know, the whole relationship was around buying things and spending money on her and you know getting stuff free stuff basically being a gold digger she actually has some personal way. experience in this topic he's actually a stacked multi-billionaire who buys things for women and they end up leaving him because they're gold no, diggers i can't afford one water bottle only <laughs> i mean speaking of gold diggers Rishi, all jokes aside does actually have some experience with an interesting uh, kind of um, neighbor who <laughs> seems to be oh no no kind of like gold digging in a different way but uh you, you know what i'm talking about right man certain person messaging strange things and when you consider how old they are it's quite weird what rishi would you care to elaborate on this I topic mean, i mean yeah, you need to yeah. jog my memory a little bit more probably she wants to dig in you know dig into her Oh, wait, I think I know what you're talking about, bro. Uh, wait, is it that, uh, oh, okay. Oh, he's, he's sending you a message, okay. Ah, uh, okay. Oh, <laughs> okay, I think, uh, just, I, I, maybe just slapped back into my mind. Gave me PTSD of what kind of, anyway. Um, <clears throat> uh, essentially, ah, uh, yes, uh, thank you for bringing that up. So this is girl, I don't want to say any names, let's just call her uh, Jambulingam for now. So what she did was, uh, she uh, kind of had a lot, she has a reputation where she's freely, she's very flexible with her sexual parts in life. So that is <laughs> thing. No, no, no. Uh, he's making this sound a lot weirder than it is. Yeah. <laughs> is well, so that means that and she can bend over anyway. Uh, <laughs> I like how Sunil got that from what he said. 
make weird jokes about this. Wait, this like, what? This, that, no, no, this. Well, can you just, no. like, can you just, can you just, like, what, twist her boobies on her own? What? Max Bolt, stop being a stupid you idiot. Okay, basically, yeah, really flexible this kid we're talking about parts. is like some, no, what? no, 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 I can be like your girlfriend, <laughs> pay me money, <laughs> I'll sleep with you, freaking, in his, uh, you know, in his living residence, multiple of his neighbors had that same message, we were telling the story at our school, some random other students in our school who don't have nothing to do with that area say, oh, we also got that text, so somehow this kid is sending this text to everyone, I come to find out, I'm like, oh, by the way, how old is this kid? This kid is 13. Bruh. Baba boy. Oh! I'm like, hey, yo, this kid yo, is like wait, mass text. Did, did, didn't that this explains kid also the message? That explains yes. the flexibility, what? bro. Why would you be so specific about that? Bro, 13. I need to make like, sure. Bro, like, what is she <laughs> doing in her life? Insane. Uh, yeah, so what I was trying to say was. We just, we just want to put in the story. We, we, we have no knowledge if she's ever acted upon it. All we know is she's just sent these strange DMs. Okay, well, so. Actually, um, I have inside information saying that she actually did with a few boys. But, uh, yeah. I'm, hey, I'm, hey, cut this out, man. We don't want her to go to prison. Bro, I don't want to go to prison. I don't know. <laughs> what are you talking about her? I don't want to go to prison. <laughs> I mean, what? So... I mean, the question we, I, I would, I would have to say about modern feminism, the first wave was, you know, simply women should be allowed to vote. That was the big kind yeah, of core yeah. theme of the first wave. The second wave was equal uh, rights and, you know, wages in the workplace. I don't quite understand what the third wave is, honestly. Like if you ask different feminists, they'll tell you different things. And then there's yeah, so many, it means things. different things in different places. And, and there's so many divisions now, like there's, uh, you know, there's pro-life, pro-choice, sex-positive. You know, you should. Be okay, this is this is going to sound bad coming from a man, because yeah. I'm technically we're not allowed to comment on this. But I I feel like as the stages went on, the cause became weaker, right? Because as they yeah. achieved more things, they were um they had lesser to come out with, and now this they have so they're so diverse. That they don't have a singular cause, and I feel like that's making the movement itself a little bit unstable. Yeah, and to be fair, that has nothing to do with women, though. I think it's like no, it's it's like nothing to do with women. I'm saying it's a cause it's itself. Human, human nature, like in you know, in these first world countries, right? They've beaten all their disease, hunger, poverty. So now they have stupid things like you know, cancel culture. Like we we as people just want to have problems to. Have conflict over. Yeah, yeah. So when we, when we when you know the real problems like do we have food, water, and a roof over our head are solved, we now make these you know asinine issues that actually have no very little relevance in our day to day life just for the exactly, sake of having man. a conflict. Yeah, you yeah. I mean, this is a real thing. You know, like what you're saying is 100 percent right, and that's the that's the thing with Western countries. You know, and that's also the thing with wage gap, the whole wage gap crap. You know, like. It is, you know, true to a certain extent, you know, that sometimes women get paid lesser than a man. But if it truly were the case, right, 
you mean corporate america would have just pounced on the opportunity you know like hey man i need to pay women less than men so for let me hire all of my employees to be women then you know any logical business owner would have done that right like if it's cheaper to hire a woman than a man then the business is going to obviously hire a woman right on the large scale i mean if it really were the case you know then most of the employees would be women and then i would have loved to go to the office every day you know work becomes more fun uh, suddenly bruh <laughs> you know <laughs> well yeah i think it also comes down to the nature of the job in more technical terms like if it's yeah. something that requires physical exertion then obviously anatomically men are biologically stronger right i'm just yeah i would say like i think women and men are biologically different and uh women i have in my opinion are focused more towards the emotional intelligence part you know being caring taking care of things they are better at that because Definitely. because then you know because you know uh, historically speaking right you know from the caveman era they are they are what are they supposed to do they are supposed to you know give birth to the, their offspring you know kids and take care of those kids raise them to adulthood right that has been the traditional role traditional role of a woman you know so it's biologically i mean one thing i think about especially okay. in like work environments is like so many of the things to improve the quality of work life for women would actually benefit men so like as medicine men as well and if they went about it in a different way like so the way i feel like they currently go about it now is they pick people who you know uh completely refuse to uh believe there's a wage gap and then they use those example to represent the whole gender so they make it their mission to prove there's a wage gap or let's take two western countries let's take the us and or like the scandinavia scandinavian countries they have paternity and maternity leave so when couples have kids that reduces the inequality both parents there kind of get paid leave and they uh, one partner doesn't get more access to employment in that opportunity than the other in the us i think as of now the extent of paternity leave is much less so rather than you know taking things like let's prove to people who i who you know either are not smart enough or will never accept there's a you know difference in wage like i mean completely you can argue about to what extent is there a wage gap but if most people even agree there is some extent even if it's 1% there is some i'm talking about the people who say there's right. no wage gap those people right. rather than trying to prove to them there's a wage gap why don't you know they push to make maternity leave and maternity leave equal paid you know bring uh, primary services to offices so like have daycares and things like that for the children and you know that would improve their life for all people and then if they do it that way that enables you know men to want to get behind it and support them in this endeavor rather than trying to alienate men and make them kind of the enemy of the movement you see that's the thing man like you talked about before right the western countries the first world countries right they want problems you know all the actual problems are gone right you know like you said food water shelter all those stuff are gone so they are creating problems for themselves and you know 
thinking that you know it's a real big issue and something like that you know all these hjws you know social justice warriors and things like that you know i think i think the thing is that this is causing a real decline in society Did my point not make sense sir yeah i think this is causing a real decline in society and quality of people in society as well and um you know 50 or 60 years before you know men and uh, women there's obviously there's no video in this podcast i'm just going to say we all have our cameras on right now and uh, everyone is going crazy with the awkward silence okay you see i will i will change yeah, another oh, okay rishi you continue you let me just finish my point man oh, okay so let you continue okay 50 or 60 years ago like we went to war right so so yeah man like to continue on my point that 50 or 60 years ago men and women used to go to war and do actual stuff you know they had actual issues the world was you know basically split and politics was taking a huge downturn and there was huge death rate and a lot of stuff had to be done so but now there's not enough those issues anymore society is flourishing now so they were all they want to create more problems and uh you know basically fuck everything up again and that goes back to you know the whole saying that hard times create a weak sorry hard times create good men you see Hey yo let me finish my sentence and be done with my point man stop laughing oh, wait. I have a funny I have a funny thing to say uh there was about 20 seconds where there was complete silence and you know I made that comment about there being an awkward silence there was no awkward silence turns out I had actually uh, muted my discord tab Bruh. so I didn't hear audio for 20 Bruh. seconds so that's why I thought there was an awkward silence Bruh. why were you laughing bruh <laughs> Why were you laughing? I was laughing because so you were laughing. Other people laughing, and I thought we were all laughing at the awkward side. No, I was laughing because you were laughing. Uh, welcome to dissection of events. Bro, I saw you all laughing. Like, what the fuck is happening? Oh, so, <laughs> wait, wait, so, so finish your point. Finish your point. Yeah, the whole guy was finish his point. Okay. So yeah, man, that goes back to saying, right? Good times create. Sorry. bad times create strong men strong men create good times and you know good times create weak people or men and weak men create bad times so the cycle repeats so with that being said right please stop laughing and let's go you know what are your thoughts on it on this whole thing i mean that could be a motto in bed excuse what me what do you mean Maxport I'm sorry listeners as i said Maxport doesn't have a life and he makes jokes like this to make people think he has a life but in reality he is doing it to mask up his depression and his eternal life baba boy well actually there i i thought this was a motto i've heard this uh, quote on like the podcasts which i won't name here but uh, yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah it is true. actually i've seen it on social media it is true you know that's why most of the truths have become cliches i know it sounds a little bit cliche but you know it's the truth right i mean society is taking a downturn oh and God. it's becoming a real problem this thing is an important aspect 
Yeah, sorry. Uh, next call. I don't say anything. You yeah. shout oh, again. Okay. Yeah, I'll... Yeah. <laughs> okay, I probably didn't say it. This is good. Okay, my uh, bad. Hey, what, what, what are you... Gonna... Yeah, yeah, Go just, yeah, man. Just come here. I talk too much. Sorry. <laughs> no, 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 it's all good. It's all Sorry. Good. Are you saying something? Sorry. Who say something yeah, bro uh, so many people are saying right, something just asked what are your thoughts i i'm just going to say i think our you know bad time now on at some level is more complicated than like a world war because i feel like a world war there was a much higher devastation but it's easier to see when we see like the world right when we saw places getting bombed like people getting shot right like when it's very overt and like right in front of us we can all agree like that's bad no one should be bombed like so many like people of the youth shouldn't be killed with guns but now you know are you know theoretically we have peace but you know people on opposing ends of the political spectrum can talk to each other and you know everything that i you know so many things started out well like i like even up to the second wave i think it's good you know previous iterations of feminism was good it got things done now again it's gone to uh, an extreme extent you know also you know people in like the lgbtq in the beginning i feel there was a need for this community their rights you know needed to be represented there needed to be organization but now you know people are getting too soft that's gone you know to an extreme body positivity again when it started out good idea now you know it's just too much so now we're we're in a difficult thing where like there's our bad times don't have overt signs like fires and destruction and dead bodies in the street like it's like systemic in our society and it's going to take a while to fix it yeah man sunil don't so you that- have some views on body positivity as a whole i remember we had a discussion on it a while yeah man so that that would you know allow us to transition to another topic if if you may if i may you know i would like to move on like you know ahead, how the, this generation since we are all guys so how this generation men have been you know like affected by all these stuff like body positivity you know uh, lgbtq movement social justice warriors and all that stuff so yeah man do you think that this would be an interesting topic what do you think guys I think you know identifying where these where they are now and how we need to move it forward because like as much as it gets frustrating and it would be easy to say you know let's just kind of try to destroy these structures or concepts I think in their in their first iterations that were good so I think we need to reach the more challenging the answer to the challenging question how do we revert it back to you know when it was good and when there were limitations and not when it's gone like to these extreme extents they've gone today. Yeah man. So yeah, that, that goes limitations were a little um, reversing in society in general. Like if you're going to really go back, I think society in general like the like what it depends on how back like how much back you're going, right? Because uh yeah, like, let's yeah. just say I go le- like less than 100 years ago than like 1950s. Society society was trash to like women. So I really wouldn't say going back like yeah i think there are certain things that a society now like modern society can learn from uh, the previous like what um ancient society or whatever the hell you want to call that contemporary society but um 
I generally think, like, as a whole, society is improved. I do agree with P36, if that's your name, um, that uh, society has become soft, like, really soft. Like, yeah, for the I, I, I agree. It's yeah. gone. I recently yeah, read no. a very interesting book called uh, Streetcar Named Desire. That's okay. Yeah. Can I just clarify one thing yeah, yeah, quickly? Yeah. When I when I say go back, I didn't mean back in time because I agree even like as Max Bold pointed out, you know, if we go to the 1950s, that was a trash time. When I said go back, I meant more to the beginning of the movement. So, for example, if we talk about uh, body positivity, so when that really started, the, the main issue was the generally acceptable thing in society was being extremely thin, right? So people... People who were healthy but not like that extreme. Not thin, yeah. They were considered unhealthy and kind of uh, had discrimination. Uh, or not discrimination, but like had, you know, d- difficulties, comments, things like that. But they, they still agreed that there were things like there's there was objectively something being unhealthy. Like, you know, you had to look at BMI, you had to look at your uh, age. Yeah, I agree. You know, like there, there was still objective standards. Like my kind of fear is now that like it's gone so far that like people who are objectively unhealthy by numbers, not like, and I don't mean fat, I mean like overweight in a medical sense, they'll just say, "Oh, you're fat shaming me," and this, you know, this extreme iteration of the body positivity movement. No, allows them to get away and like people don't understand they're like oh fat shamer fat shamer cancel them which is kind of like stupid like there's still objective standards about being healthy or unhealthy is so we need to go back to that is what i was trying to say. you know i understand what you're saying i understand what you're saying it's like uh when yeah you're right when body positivity started it was just a way for people who weren't uh, genetically gi- gen- genetically gifted or genetically thin um, to kind of come out and, you know, do the things that these people were uh, given. But then it's gone. I think, yeah, but you're right. I think it's gone so, it's been so complacent that people who are, yeah, medically obese, like, you know. They, yeah, morbidly obese. No, no, yeah. yeah morbidly obese. Like, and I'm not saying, they, I'm not going to deny the fact that there are medical conditions that for that don't allow people to lose the weight that they want to lose. Like, for example, there are different body types. And one of the body types I can name is endomorph. And endomorphs are just genetically low metabolism. They have low metabolism and they don't lose weight that easily. They gain weight very quickly though. So I understand people like these will gain weight and no matter how active they are, they end up just being the same size. But there are people who just end up being couch potatoes throughout the day. And then, you know, they don't, they, they like put their body through so much pain, through so much poison. And they're slowly killing themselves. But then when someone points it out to them, they're just like, you can't be telling that to me because that is not nice. You're being, like, society's being rude to me. No, we're telling you the truth. You're going yeah, to kill man. yourself otherwise. It makes sense. And yeah, same with the other rights and etc. There has to be a limit to each and every right. They should, everyone should be free. That's true. But then I don't think to the point, it should, you shouldn't get offended by every single thing that someone says. Like, if there's something, like, I, it's like I'll just give an example recently. Um... Uh, okay, it might be stupid, but I, I like this whole gender uh, thing. I, I'm, I'm kind of new to it. And uh, I'm talking like this two years ago. I asked one of my friends who had a friend who was trans. Um, and I don't know, I'm actually worried to even say the word trans. I don't even know if it's the right word to say. But um, this, he, he, he was a trans man. Okay, so biologically a girl, 
I, I don't want to go through that. But then point is, um, I was doubtful whether his birth, he goes by his and him, his birth certificate was a she, like was it a girl or was it a boy? You know, I, I just want to ask that and they got really offended by it. But yeah, I patched, everything was patched up and etc. But that of like, it just makes no sense. You can't get offended by such a simple statement because I'm trying to learn and I was very respectful. And I'm not using this as an example, but I know that See, he could also he could have also been through a lot of abuse and etc. I'm not violating that, but there are people who get offended by the slightest of statements, just like questions. But if they like, they can tease straight people, uh, you know, people who uh, who are uh, what the, I don't I don't know what to say. But then straight people about that. But then if straight people uh, make fun of gay people, and the same say in the same method, it's suddenly a mistake. So yeah, I before, agree before we about. go too far away from the topic, I just want to relate back to the body positivity thing that B thirty six was talking about, and um, I feel like from an objective point of view, we're, we're right now in a place in society where objectivity doesn't really matter anymore because people take everything into a different context and what it's actually mentioned for it. That's why so many issues happen. And speaking objective, speaking objectively, things that used to work won't work anymore because people have such different standards from what they used to that is just insane to think about. As as you said, from 1950s, how people would uh, treat uh, critically obese people compared to now, it's so much different, right? People would just say you're fat back then. And that would just be it. You would have to work on your body to be on a societal point of view where you're not fat anymore. But now, if you say someone is medically obese, they would call. They would say you're fat shaming them because obese as a term is something that society doesn't use anymore because it makes someone look like they're overweight or they're fat, right? And this is excluding the people who have certain medical conditions where they aren't allowed to lose weight, but speaking from an objective and a neutral point of view there is no use to the word objectivity anymore because people keep taking it out of context and that makes it so that people who still use objectivity as a term which is uh, a minority compared to if you take yeah. society as a whole right so if you're going yeah, to better by the word it would be logical people are actually logical yeah, a, be- a better yeah. word would be logical nowadays. Right? So people who use logic as a basis to form their statements would would be unable to communicate with most of society because they take it in a different way. So if I were to say, um, this is going to be a stupid example, but let's just say that someone cooks me a meal, okay? And I'd be like, yeah, this is good, but it could be better. Right? That That's a shot at someone because in their mind, it's like I'm saying that it's shit. But from a logical point of view, I'm just saying that it could be improved. It's the same thing with body positivity in general. When you're medically obese and let's just say that I told P36 that, bro, you're, you're, you're clinically obese, bro. You, you need to like start working out a little bit more to keep your BMI in shape. Right? That's not me taking a shot at and saying that, yo, you're fat, bro. I'm just saying from um, from a medical point of view, his weight is, at, is such at a point where I need to advise him to lower it, to keep to make sure that his body keeps functioning the way that it's intended to, right? I'm not trying to take a shot at him. So that, that's, that's the biggest problem nowadays where objectivity and... Um, logic. 
logic takes a clash right because we don't know what's going on anymore i could say something and it's interpreted somewhere else that's why so many issues i mean let's not even take gender positivity that's why in normal day-to-day communication that's why so many issues go happen that you could say one thing and someone else believes another yeah that this this all you know ties back to my initial question as well like how has this all affected modern men you know so i would say like i would also love to hear your thoughts on it you know i would say that you know people, we're, you know we're, we're at a point right now where men are changing their bodies to get women who you know men are changing their bodies to get women for one night hookups okay and that women yep. and even if it's a long term relationship it doesn't make sense because uh p36 and i were having a discussion earlier today and we're like if a man is changing his body to an extensive amount to get a singular woman right it doesn't make sense because if if you have to change your body for that woman to like you is it really worth it i mean yeah, the, same, the same goes that's for true, women right? right but like it goes yeah both yeah. Ways. yeah that's so that's yeah. the thing right um you know that's the whole thing about this whole fake body positivity you know fake you know that's why you know men are expected to have a six pack six inch dick or and you know six figure salary you know all that stuff they want all this but the women would have a you know you don't get the height bro six yeah, yeah six six feet. Feet. at least six, six foot at least six foot yeah 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 the the four sixes you know plus six foot six figure salary six you know six inch dick and you know and all those stuff you know they want all that and yeah. six packs i forgot about six packs they six are they want all that but they are six feet wide and you know baba boy one perfect to the face will ruin their whole career before it even started yeah yeah and you know they they would be six feet but the girls who are expecting all that stuff would be six feet wide and morbidly obese you know that's the Wearing thing like man like 6 cm boots and shit again uh, yeah, yeah, you know i mean again he's not being a shot woman he's just saying from a social point of view there aren't boobs anymore there aren't boobs anymore oh. just lumps of fat hanging off <laughs> you know <laughs> like yeah. like you know they look like a uh, over i feel like uh, some of the points mentioned earlier kind of ties back to a uh, cancel culture right even such small topics can initially trigger a whole discussion into uh, canceling someone whether it be on twitter or wherever maybe it's just a whole rows of things and yeah and another thing which i also wanted to say regarding the a toxic mass masculinity you guys were talking about was this in- interesting article i read about how comics portraying uh, superheroes as these huge bulky muscular men a kind of reflects how uh, society expects men to be and what it talked about was uh, portraying even women in cartoons right like harley quinn or whoever the first thing coming harley quinn right but whoever may be those type of figures which they have kind of shows that like it sets a huge expectations for men to have on women so it goes both ways as well so yeah man. even so yeah. so that that's the thing uh, modern society you know my previous comments were not you know meant to you know those are jokes you know i i would say take it lightly you know i i'm not taking a shot at all women it's not supposed to be that way but man i'm stating the truth you know uh the thing is the point is that 
that you know there are fake expectations and all these expectations are just pressuring men you know like we are supposed to be at you know our peak you know this 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 you know untouchable mountain of a peak but they are not expected the women they don't need to do anything you know we are supposed to go out there and chase these women and you know treat them like they are the world and while they give us nothing back so so yeah man that, that that's the thing you know with all this so i would say that it goes both ways and men, modern men are significantly being you know affected by this and turning back to the body positivity if a, i mean i right. if a fat you know if a guy doesn't like a fat woman or obese woman then he's he's supposedly fat shaming you know he's supposedly being a misogynist and a sexist and all that stuff while in reality the guy doesn't really, you know have a preference for you know, you know it's women. funny how all. right now we're at a point in society where you can get shamed for your views and your personal beliefs right you yeah the truth another, is the guy doesn't like plumpy women that's all but another still, interesting discussion we had is how uh, me and p36 had earlier is how celebrities have their impact on uh, political uh personalities right because we know that addison ray is a supporter of trump and uh, oh, uh, wait, no, no, wait. To, to give context to the story allegedly she had like a maga hat and like it's she she's from the midwest or whatever so they're they're quite republican there but like the question i had there is like she we don't have to agree with her but what like it's her right if if those are her values to believe in trump like personally that's not like me implicitly saying i agree with him i think he's kind of a lunatic i don't like his pop, like he when he when you when a person goes and says things like i could shoot people and my fans would still support me you know, or my voters you know that's kind of like that's a person i want to stay away from so but like why why like that's why even you know connecting back to you know being fake online you know like we say like a addison ray or charlie demilio has a lot of money but like they're going to have to live like a disney kind of life for the rest of their life like they don't get to say their views on everything they can't discuss topics like drinking using drugs having sex because like to stay brand friendly and keep getting these brand deals they're going to have to be like you know have the emotional substance of like a 12 year old for the rest of their lives which is kind of sad not really honestly speaking when it comes to like especially charlie and dixie um if you've noticed they're like Post. I mean, I I don't follow either. It's just that it's kind of uh, I kind of it's noticeable from my from my perspective. The Instagram notification. I mean, the Instagram recommendations are cucked. But um, if you notice that they've actually changed from there's there's no family friendly thing. Uh, there's nothing family friendly uh with uh Charlie Demilio and Dixie Demilio. So there's not really. I I think you can just change from I that. I mean, whenever. but I think by uh P P thirty six is talking more about. the point where it goes from child content to where they talk about real life issues compared to when they go from child content to being NSFW yeah no i get what you're saying but uh i think they can be influential at times you know don't you think if I they know, have i like from, from what i've seen i don't i haven't seen enough of them okay but from what i've seen so far i feel like both of them have too much money 
and that right now the their lifestyle that they are they're showing online to their fans is something that people cannot believe people should not aspire to get when if they follow similar career paths right yes i mean it's not the thing that too much money i i wouldn't say too much i mean too much money isn't really a thing but in my opinion but the thing is no, that I'm not, I'm not, not, not all should aspire just to just to, to what they do i'm not talking about too much money as in she she hasn't earned it but i'm talking about too much money as Wait, in no just- way Yeah. So sorry. Can I just like say one thing? Like the the main point I was just trying to make was like allegedly it it was never confirmed if she was like Addison Rae was a Trump supporter, but like even if she was, uh, her line of work shouldn't like it's it's your right to have whatever political value. Like of course, again, just reiterating, this is not like uh, implicitly trying to support Trump. it's easy for most people to say we don't like him so we should cancel anyone or you know harass anyone who does like him but if she genuinely likes him why why should she have to like hide her views america theoretically is still a democracy even india it's a free country it's still a democracy it's freedom to have the choice and so well, yeah well to be to be fair she has a huge group of uh, people who follow her and uh, like as p36 said it's very easy for people to uh, you know go along with the trend saying hey i don't support trump cancel everyone who does so so when addison ray is seen as a person who supports uh, what the majority is going against it can easily be turned back on her and be like hey you're supporting trump so therefore i will not be supporting you and essentially no but i think that addison ray is at a point right now where even if she does the most uh, messed up shit that she would still have a following cuz let's take into consideration james charles okay He didn't. He doesn't even have much of a following. He has like twenty mil on YouTube, I think. Twenty-five. Right, right. He he was caught talking to multiple people, and they came out as well talking about this. And my question is, he came back like nothing happened later. He made one apology video, and everything is done, right? And he only has what twenty five mil. So taking into consideration, Addison Rae has almost one hundred million. She might have passed it as well. I don't know. but um, she has a, she has a lot of subs or followers right yeah no but let's be honest i'm going to be honest i think 25 million youtube is a really big number yeah but at the same time 20 25 is equal to 90 or whatever she has on tiktok yeah true i mean i addison is not even that much but i think when it comes to like influence wise um addison addison doesn't have the same amount of uh, viewer integration as james charles does but in terms yeah, of yeah. in terms of point. influential <laughs> power they're at the same level because she's so yeah. well known in america that if she says anything someone in the random place is going to know about it yeah no i think i see i think addison raised at a point where she's hurt she's kind of a attra- so you if you've seen her instagram and then you've seen her tiktok you'll understand she has this mix of a childish behavior plus an instagram model's body i mean i'm so, i'm sorry to say in this way but she has that weird mix in her content yeah but that's, so it's like that's, that's what you're talking about right? she has to obtain the mind of a 12 year old to to get these brand deals and to get 
under the promotion as such such be still uh, what is the word what is the word relevant relevant on tiktok ah. thank you sunil yeah yeah exactly that's what i'm agreeing with uh, with peter uh, peter 36 here because it makes no sense i mean if you even if you've seen her pictures that you know flaunt her body i mean see it's all right to flaunt your body it's your body your life if you're confident with it go ahead but uh if you see her like her face is always in a it's, it's always in a goofy way and even though this probably doesn't mean shit to a lot of people she ha- if you've seen her comments it's always a mix of 13 year old 12 year old girls to the point of like 40 year old men uh, like no, sending her pictures no i, I feel messages. like in the body aspect she's doing really well because she goes to the gym and she commits herself to get that body and i feel yeah. like that's a, that that's a good thing right and i i, I yeah. have no problem with the fact that other uh, people are aspiring to be to get the same amount of physique because it's a good physique about good life but yeah true i mean my problem is when no sorry uh okay one thing i want to like a general thing is like i think what kind of scares me in the celebrity era is if you get to a kind of upper echelon of it you are kind of invincible and nothing can stop you that's, so david exactly david dobrik david dobrik allegedly kind of maintained a work environment where you know kind of assault and kind of you know the breaking of boundaries of women was supported and he, he and like extreme things happened right he lost his sponsors you know they th- they took down multiple of his platforms he was gone for like maybe 3 to 6 months and now he's back some of the sponsors came back and it's like nothing happened but like no one's talking about like allegedly he enabled the situation to happen where like women were assaulted and everyone's like david david og of youtube you know he's so chirpy he's so positive we love him i'm like how How can you just go back to that like nothing is like nothing happened? Yeah, no, I think David Dobrik's like uh he had this massive reputation. I think he was one of the first YouTubers um to even hit like 10 million uh, uh 10 million views on videos consecutively. Wait, wait, wait. So to start the vlog trend actually. Wait, backspot before huh? we go before we go uh, further she wanted to say something before pioneer talked about david topic yeah i think it was a comment on how uh, alison ray's physique uh, can be an inspiration for uh, the youth people who are following her to aspire to such body figures right so i think uh, what i was going to say was i think it's it kind of scares me as the level of expectations is set for each each of themselves and if they don't reach that expectation um what are they going to do next are they going to like what fall down to you know uh depression or you know like harming themselves or you never know right because a kids these days are exposed the, to such yeah the, uh, the scary part about society nowadays is that we now we have 13 year olds being depressed and exactly I, i'm pretty sure and like uh 10 doing on drugs yeah, depression yeah. especially in america right it's 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 the most common there to my knowledge and to and again to my yeah, knowledge no, uh, depression, depression is something just... to depression wasn't something that was found in kids but now it's very common right especially in and it's not a joke i yeah. mean if they actually have a genuine reason fair enough i mean like really, i'm not i'm not talking about self diagnosed kids i'm talking about people who yeah. are actually diagnosed Clinically, with yeah no no yeah speaking you know speaking about depression i just want to bring this bring this up quick i did a small research about it 2 years ago in 2020 of uh, august Uh fun fact USA actually has the highest uh, concentration of depressed kids and I mean um clinically depressed kids 
And uh, that is pretty surprising given the fact that uh, USA has one of the highest uh, uh, GNH, which is gross national happiness. But it, it, it proves that it shows that most of it is from kids because GNH is usually taken from adults. And uh, so I think 18 above mostly or 13 above. I'm not sure about the exact age. But um, the depression rate in the U.S. is one of the highest in the whole world. In fact, it's on the level of dark blue, which is high. So yeah, I just thought I'd bring that out. Point I that mean, out. it makes sense, right? Because USA also has the highest concentration of uh, drug deals, uh, illegal um, activities with teenagers, consent given within teenagers, which I mean, it's also ground zero of like the social media entertainment industry like LA is like this LA is the hotspot hotspot pregnancy that's also a massive thing that's really like, popular that US popularized something Rishi talked that. about yeah, sorry go on, something, go on. Sorry, something Rishi talked about is like if I think you know people like Addison Ray and uh, you know Summer Ray affecting are affecting a girls um you know it, the body image of young women is actually much uh they're like kind of my secondary concern honestly I, my real concern is like you know the kardashian jenners or anyone who's kind of done a lot of um plastic surgery right because like so i was listening to a podcast with summer ray on it recently and like she i found her perspective interesting so i just want to bring it here so like addison ray she to, to my knowledge, both of them are like completely natural. So whatever their physique is, they get it from like working out. They haven't had any work uh, done. So Summer Rae made the point like, you know, you know, these uh, BBLs, Brazilian butt lifts, you know, uh, you know, with the Jenners, Kardashians, you know, celebra celebrities getting them now, it's normalizing. And, you know, young girls from the age of like 13 or, you know, at least in the, U again, a US-based con context are like, Oh, I'm gonna do that when I'm 18 and on the one hand you know you'd know there shouldn't be any shame for anyone that wants to do it but when it's talked about so openly 13 year olds shouldn't be you know they they should be thinking about like you know passing high school getting a job or going to college if that's what they want their their big five-year plan shouldn't be I'm gonna get a you know Brazilian butt lift so that's kind of scary you know how much like plastic and fake you know body like uh elective body body modifications have kind of entered society it's, and i'd say it's, it's kind of shocking how many teenagers or oh, you hear nowadays like yo i need to get this done i need to get uh this job i need to change this in my body i'm like you're only like a teenager but you still have time to change your physique because yeah, your body yeah, still hasn't exactly. finished developing yet firstly you don't know what you're going to look like in another five years. And plus, uh, I feel like you look the best version of yourself if you obtain it naturally. It's obvious, right? But if you go to the gym like every day for like a year, two years, three years, just keep working on yourself. And after the three years, you're going to look like a beast. It's just... That's true. Like, I, I'm not saying that like getting classic surgeon, etc., I mean, if you want to go for it, go for it. I mean, that's up to you. It's your and choice no one... at the end of the day. But... Exactly. And see, how safe it is, it's up to you as well. You That's, up, that's your control, your responsibility. But, uh, yeah, no, I agree with uh, 
I agree that the whole the, the what is it the beauty standard etc that's really high but honestly speaking I think one thing that can be taken as like inspiration from Sawary and Addison Rae um is that their work ethic rather like I think you can take in their like even though they say TikTokers don't work huh 100% Yeah exactly so i even though they see tiktokers don't need to do anything it's false complete that's completely false they need they got advertisement deals they got brand deals they got so many I contracts mean, even, they're busy even taking out the fact of uh you know these brand deals and all making these tiktoks and uh, engaging or some of these engaging with trash but like what i'm saying is that even if they aren't doing problem the business side of things think about the commitment it took for them to achieve that physique right they had to go to the gym every day for i don't know how long to get that physique that everyone aspires to be right? and the fact that even, people even like summer ray actually she actually she she didn't get on tiktok as much she has like a business now and like she as much as she admits that she's benefited from you know she was really one of the first people to start this whole modeling on uh, instagram thing actually but now yeah. she like has a line of uh, clothing for young girls and like she it's it's like fitness clothing and again her whole values are like you know natural beauty not feeling pressure by beauty standards so like i feel like there are some creators you know just summer ray being the relevant example in this topic there are some creators who or try to take responsibility for the actions their actions and realize like what they're saying is impacting the youth and impacting the next generation that's why i feel yeah, like uh, content creators and tiktokers who use the tiktok as a way to gain these uh, people the majority of audience of 13 to 15 or 16 on tiktok to make better decisions in the future like these these accounts specifically created these people who do these things a 15 second clip of them helping someone out or a 15 second clip of doing something that's good for society and these people who are 13 to 15 or 16 are prone to seeing that because they're constantly on these platforms like TikTok and Instagram reels right i feel like these people are contributing more to society than going outside and normally talking to someone would so these content creators are putting in a lot of work and dedication into what they're doing it's just that there's so much cancel culture and other stupid elements into this social media platform that we use a lot that's causing the effect of it to be hindered differently right yeah no so yeah that's exactly yeah i agree with that i mean social media can be ridiculous at, at times but yeah no but uh, yeah but back to what i was saying I think one thing can be taken is their work ethic from like at most influence in influencers and of course I, I think one thing I like about uh summary's uh thing is don't let anyone else change your thought on yourself like there are many models that end up saying like just you're the best you're the best person you're this you're that no no one is perfect right Yeah. everyone has their own flaws and especially in summary so, hasn't her personality remained the same over these years from when she was back in the day to now she still she still acts the same i find that amazing through all tiktok and everything she still yeah i think she was on vine right from vine to tiktok she still remains yeah same. she was on vine logan paul day she was always yeah, there. I, i used to watch her back in the days so like it's just kind of crazy how someone uh seeing everyone else affected by tiktok and instagram right she still has she still remain the same i find that commendable 
like she she has gone through uh, so much controversy, especially with her edit- with her uh, previous editor Soloin. If I've said it right, the, she has controversy, and she's not she's like not she's not being nice to people, etc. But she, I think she's honestly a really good role model. She has like what twenty eight million on Instagram or so. That's incredible. And same with Addison Rae. She's the third most followed on TikTok with like some eighty five million. That's like an incredible number. That's like this. That's like more than the population of Luxembourg, com- like completely. So, yeah, these people have a lot of influence, and honestly, what they represent sometimes is really nice. I mean, see, Addison Rae's sometimes. So yeah. Other than other than that, but what she represents, they these guys are genuine people and deserve what they've worked for. Honestly. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, um, it's very easy to like say. just one side of the story seeing all the bad stuff they've done in social media and you know make an opinion saying okay they've done this therefore they're completely bad but like we have we have seen through the impulsive podcast and somebody was there she said a few things that really like you know surprised me but i was like okay she actually has some valid points she was talking about like how uh, people always like you know uh, say shit to her but she doesn't take it to heart you know how she, that kind of made her stronger in life and how you should actually do that actually when one thing you can happening. learn from somebody is how to not let the internet affect your values and your exactly. mindset right she she's been yeah. through the absolute most a content creator can go through and still she's remained the same over the years and that's just something every content creator should be able to learn another example would be ksi i mean i'm pretty sure everyone's Uh, no case I hear, and what he's been making content for approximately ten years. Nine now. to ten years, I think nine yeah. to ten years. Yeah. Yeah. He so he started making raps on chemistry and biology to remember for school exams, and now he's out here performing his songs in the Brits, like. And through that, he's always remained the same. He hasn't let his ego get to his head. I mean, maybe just like for a day or two when something like crazy happens. But at the end of but the day, mean, at the end of the day, the reason his ego pops up is because he's proven himself in that ba- in that area. Like, what in boxing, he's like what he's two no, and then uh, when his it comes to his two no, he's double Brit nominated for his song. His holiday's gone platinum. Exactly. I think I think he has every right to be as arrogant as uh, um Does he have like four diamond play buttons? <laughs> yes, three I think. Three, right? yeah. Yes, KSI, KSI originally beat a one of JJ Olufsen, whatever the fuck that is called and uh Sidemen. Sidemen. So, yeah, so you know, what, what I'm saying is even though he still has all their competitions he hasn't let this shit go to get to his head and the cancel culture real. right getting to him that's that's a crazy thing to himself and be real in in one of his lyrics i don't know how many people are familiar with this and he, he said uh, how can they cancel me if i did everything myself no one helped me with this shit i made everything myself so how how who gives you the right to cancel me and that's that just blows my it's mind it's easy it really is It's really easy to undermine someone's work, you know, but you don't know like what they've gone through too. You know, I I was reading this article recently, and it's like we only understand things that we want to understand, right? So, um, let's just say that you you had a certain set of views, and Kesey agreed with a certain set of views, then you would like Kesey, but as soon as he doesn't like these views anymore, 
you instantly undermine all his work. You you disagree with everything he's ever done. That's true. There are still people like Chudhary that want to cancel PewDiePie from his from all social media platforms because he said the N word in twenty seventeen. I mean. Well, it's if, ridiculous if, if, if we're talking about how many people said the N-word when they weren't supposed to, let's take Pokemon, okay? She said it twice and on stream, okay? And she wasn't yeah. even trying to hide it, bro. And she it's didn't even apologize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's African. I don't know how much double standard... Okay, Bala, let's not... We are dark brown, but we still can't say it, bro. She's the whitest person That is world. true. Yeah, but no... She's yeah, even Dunya. She's yeah, Dunya is like uh, she's. She, I think she's half black or something. But she, but she still can't say it. I don't know, but she, yeah. No, I think no. There are biracial people that do say the N word, and you know uh, that's okay because I, I mean, don't know what Dunya is. Like, I'm not. I I can't actually comment on Dunya because I don't know what she is. But I know that she wasn't supposed to be saying what she said. You know, like Drake, yeah. right? He's yeah. biracial. But yeah. his other race is white, so like every every once in a while, there's a whole discussion like should he be able to say it or not. Working on a weekend like usual, way off in the deep end like usual. Niggas swear they passed us, they doing too much. Haven't done my taxes, I'm too turned up. Like, dude, I genuinely think the okay, so okay, so like, wait, can, can I uh, once again, can I can I just explain something? Yeah, go. Go ahead, go ahead. I feel like when it comes to artists like Drake and uh, anyone who else who's biracial and the artist scene, I feel like they define the race by where they grew up in and their personality or how they grew up. According to Drake, he grew up with all these gang connections and all these events happening. Some some gay died there. Some war will be happening here. So he's like, yeah. I'm, a, yeah, I'm a gang member, so I'm, I should be able to use this stuff. Right? That's his mindset. So in the in the artist scene, it's more about what they think they are rather than what they actually are. Cause you see a lot of these six nine uses the n word more than Snoop Dogg does. And he's a light skin, yeah. Like he, he is. Unless I'm Mexican. wrong. Unless I'm wrong. Oh yeah, yeah. Didn't Drake really didn't Drake grow up with his mom? And like, it's not like he was super rich, rich, but it wasn't like he was extremely. Poor. He was more like lower middle class. So I mean, was, many yeah. people say different things. So like, bro, everyone has their own uh, way of how he grew up, but we never really know. Mm-hmm. Like we weren't there. True. You know, honestly speaking, I think like one. I don't think Drake is the right rap- rapper for this conversation, or you know, musician. The, like the best musician who's been so controversial, and people still think about oh, it, sh- should he say it or not? I think it's Bobby. You know, Logic. He's yeah. bi complete biracial. His dad is black, his mom is white, and he's white. But he says the N-word. I mean, homicide, come on. The first literally you came out of my balls and then you know. So I think he so I think what most uh, these most of these biracial people what they really do is they focus on who their dad is. Like especially since these guys whether they can say the N-word or not. What the black people, I mean, okay, I shouldn't say black, but what the dark-skinned guys, why am I saying that? What black people really take from, like, they, what they take is that if you're, whatever your father is, what you are, you know, you know that, uh, that thing. Bro, you so, said uh, the word that you said you didn't want to say, so I'm a bit confused here. I, yeah, no, the issue is, I don't know whether to Bruh. say black or dark skin. I don't know which is going to cancel me. They're both, 
<laughs> Bro, at this point, if people are sorry, you've already been cancelled, so you just go people with say people, people with extra melanin in their epidermis. <laughs> okay, that rolls too much, just say black people. Bro, uh, Sunil is uh, enemy number one, he's made many, you know, <laughs> interesting comments. Yeah, no, but they usually say that whatever your father is what you are, so I think that's what most people should go with. Bruh. Wait, if your father oh, is a man, does that mean that you're just a man? <laughs> No, no, I think like whatever your whatever your father's nationality, like if your father's Indian, then you're Indian in that sense. This this discussion is going nowhere. Let's move on, bro. You know no. games, the video game community, right? As in like uh, games like Valorant, uh, card, everything. When I feel bad for people in Asian servers who uh, are women because they get like stashed up in US and Asian servers a lot bro like I have uh, a friend right who plays Valorant and she told me that she doesn't use comms in game because if someone knows that she's a girl and they're gonna start yelling at her and then there's something called teams.gg where you find teammates okay and in this thing apparently someone Friended this uh, girl to tell her that girls aren't allowed to play video games. And I'm just like, what concept is that? How does that make sense? <laughs> Why would you? Hey, how can you connect to a US server in Valorant, bro? You can use so something called US accounts. You just create one. Because I want to connect to a US server, you know. Because all these Indian guys, you know. Keep trash obviously. You play Valorant. Yeah, and they keep trash. Yeah, I do, and they keep trash talking me in Tamil, bro. What, bro? Not, <laughs> not, not calling me. They're like, "Poda something." They tell you know. Poda. What the? Poda dash something. I'm, they tell I'm, me. I'm the the most surprising part of that is that you get Tamil people. I I only get Hindi people. Yeah, Hindi also. They they, they really talk something. Meranam blah 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 hey, something I I I failed to understand <laughs> I failed to understand that Modi is my president. Bro, so I tell you a word that that you would have heard hundred times. Venture. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, I know what that means, bro. Motherfucker. <laughs> so annoying, like especially since I don't I don't know Hindi. And then these guys will be rapid fire Hindi at me, and I'm like, "What are you saying?" Yeah, that's what I'm like. I don't even understand you, bro. Like, stop it. I'm done. I don't want this. You know, he bro, keeps every, saying every, the every same word. Every time I get into a game in Indian servers, bro, you should just be on Singapore servers, okay? The, the serverless is on top. Just We're the nicest people, bro. No, they the even they are toxic when you shut up. But uh, it's, they no, are they are they are little less toxic. Bro, you you haven't seen the lobbies I play in, bro. I get into a game, one guy's yelling at me in Chinese, another guy's coming, he's saying some random language. I don't know what he's saying. He's like uh, Kuklao something. Bro, connect to Middle Eastern <laughs> servers, bro. You'll be exposed to things you have never seen in your life. Bro, I'll get bombed with oil money only. This this podcast yeah, cannot bro. go off. I, I, I you Indian. Calculator will be pulled, uh, not in game. <laughs> Abdul, Abdul's pulling out the calculator. Abdul, Abdul's pulling out a calculator. He pulled out a bomb. Oh my god! Hey, hey. <laughs> hey, more. 
Calculator. Nine, two, three. You know that Counter Strike. You know Counter Strike no, no. bomb. No. <laughs> you know the Counter Strike bomb. No. Oh my god! 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 Oh my Exactly, a bomb, actual bomb. So I no, went to an. Wait, I'll tell you what happened. I went to an. Okay, um, for some, so some event. So I just went there, and we, I, uh, I, uh, me and a couple of friends went, and and um. So, no, so we, we, <laughs> bro, I ain't so got that much gas in my ass. So yeah, back to topic. Uh. Back to the topic, right? So we just me and my couple of my friends have gone to this event. Okay, so we just go in, and you know we had to after after a while, you know after we done our stuff, we had to go to the restroom. Okay, to take a leak, of course. So then this this you know this I need to give more context, man. They can misunderstand this. So so this guy, okay, he runs in, he runs in, okay. and he goes to the bathroom so i thought oh you know urgent matter you know he take a piss so badly so he's running in he ran at such a speed he ran at a speed you know he ran at light speed bro and he went to the restroom 5 seconds later you know i hear i hear sounds this is real i'm not making this up you know dum dum so i'm hearing uh, i'm hearing sounds like this okay and i'm hearing like Like switches and all turning on. Man, okay. DJ Khaled. No, I heard switches turning on and all those stuff. Okay, I'm like, what the fuck? What is he doing inside the bathroom, man? Is he like creating a circuit board or something? Explosive so, area. Explosive is real, though. So, so two minutes went by. Okay. You know, you know, then then what happened? The the flush tank and all that okay literally an explosion boom boom you know explosion sound happened and the flush tank flew up in the air bruh the flush tank flew up in the air and the whole porcelain blew into two and like what the fuck <laughs> all the guys started running out you know there's such a huge boom sound okay everybody ran out will they I'm like, what the hell, bro? <laughs> no, the porcelain <laughs> blew into two, okay, like a fucking cake. No, it's blew into two, and the flush tank flew up in the air. Um, I'm like, what? <laughs> okay. Easy. Literally, it flew up in the air, and it fell down, and you know, all sorts of liquids are leaking. On Shit, on on that note, I think we're going to end it there. I don't think yeah, this man. podcast can handle any much more. Um, I don't have any more. Hey, but but yeah. Okay, okay. I'm going to end it there. Thank you guys for listening. As you know, how it is. D O V number one resources in India globally. Thank you guys. Thank you. You can awesome check out. You can check out Sunil on LinkedIn like last time. 
um you can check out p38 never um you can uh, check out rishi in your dreams and you can check out max paul later in the trap he doesn't Why would you want to do that and of course you can check out srkr in spotify instagram whatever you want i'm there srkr so srkr is only being checked out right now please yeah no. yeah thank you guys see you later bye hey yo srkr knows the vibes come on now